beginning starts with a little bit of talking and there's always the music that goes like this and then Brendo comes in talking really really fast hey listen to Comedic Google Podcast episode number 200 I'm Sean Tabaris from the Commander's Brew very honored to be a part of this F.U. Smitty you're listening to Commander Cookout episode 200 and I'm Zach I'm the winner of the Vegas Rotisserie Draft, and they are not. Um, hey, you're listening to uh, Commander Cookout Podcast, Episode 200. I'm Kermit the Frog. Hi, I'm Lenny. And I'm Steven. We're from, well, really, we're mostly known for being the degenerates occasionally shouted out on this show. Anyway, despite being two of the milky, whitest motherfuckers around, Ryan and Brando passed the spice test with flying colors. Congrats on 200, guys. Hey, you're listening to Commander Cookout Podcast episode 200. I'm Dana, and I'm here to talk about hockey, round bacon, mail delivered by moose, and quality nationalized healthcare. Hey, you're listening to episode 200 of Commander Cookout Podcast. I'm Max, and I want to make sure you all know that goblins are the worst tribe in EDH. Hey, you're listening to Commander Cookout Podcast episode 200. I'm Sean Connery. Hey, you're listening to Commander Cookout Podcast episode 200. I'm Mr. Cumberland Fry from CMD Terror. Just wanted to say hashtag we're coming for you, Jimmy. Hashtag Howard. Hashtag second. Hashtag Vorthos third. Hashtag congrats on episode 200. Hey, you're listening to Commander Cookout Podcast episode 200. I'm Kyle. Now, two Canadian dudes who don't know if a bear is a 2 2 for 2 or their mom's favorite romance novel are going to talk at you. Hey, you're listening to the Commander Cookout Podcast episode 200. I'm Jimmy Wong. And I'm Josh Lee Kwai. First of all, F those CCO boys. Yeah, why don't you listen to a real podcast? My feelings exactly. Now, What? I'm the one that says that. I'm Brando, and I'm here with Ryan. This is Commander Cookout Podcast, episode 200. Now hit our theme song! Hey, Ryan. We're back for yet another whirlwind adventure. How you doing? Good. What is going down? Whole ton is going down. It's a very special day here on Commander Cookout Podcast because it's about a week after your birthday. It's the day after my birthday. It's a Thursday. Yup. I can't think of any other reason this is special, but we've got an action-packed, super fun show built up for everybody today. We're going to talk about the state of the Commander format, some crazy-ass decks. We're going to address some things happening around the world today. But before we do any of that, we have to thank our official sponsor, FusionGamingOnline.com, the resource for all your gaming needs. Very much so. And if you listened to the pre-show yesterday on the YouTube channel, and you should subscribe, I went to pick up all of the stacks of packs to crack. You got that on the first try. That's excellent. That is, you're practicing that on the way here. This is our you? 14th take. <laughs> <laughs> I, I went to go pick them up, and the post office now closes at six. Sharply at six, because they're government employees, right? Well, it's inside of a like a shopper's drug mart. That's like a a Walgreens if you're from the land of the free, and then that is inside of a mall. The same mall that we go to the bar at and our LGS. <laughs> uh, so the post office inside the pharmacy is closed. The pharmacy is closed, but the mall is still open because it's under construction. It doesn't matter. I don't have the packs, but we do have a winner from last week. And being episode 200, oh, this is the other reason that it's special. What? We're giving a pack away. There we go. That's it. Yeah, we got there. That's it. We figured it out. Who, who are we giving it away to? One guy got it. Just one? One guy that I could find. Everybody was Zedru and Xenagos. Good guesses. Yes. X going to give it to you. I'm not sure why anybody guessed Zedru, because <laughs> that's a Z. Well, they, or a he, Zed. He gives stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then the X, I guess. Yeah, I, I never even thought of Xenagos. Xenagos. I didn't either. I, I wouldn't have said we wouldn't have done the fucking the, the X going to give it to you thing. Xenagos would sure stomp your dink. He certainly would, <laughs> but not not as hard as Roshin Meander. It turns no out. Did you listen to last week's show? I did, <laughs> and you should have too. Yep. The winner. Ooh. The winner. Oh, I like it. Jacob fucking Greaser. <laughs> <laughs> So I guess get after us, either commandercookout at gmail.com or on Twitter at CCO Podcast. Let us know that you listened. Let us know that you are interested in getting a pack out of the dirty old pack sack. Wow. Went there. They just keep coming. I like it. The pack sack, by the by, is Canadian for backpack. And what we use for backpacks up here is just an old dirty toque. And we just put a drawstring around it. Throw it over our back like a Santa sack, and away we go. Yeah, and the next time I see Max Crandell, I'm going to tell him it's booster packs, and I'm going to throw it at him, but it's going to be full of bricks. 
No, what is you know what it's gonna be? It's gonna be booster packs, but filled with like little sh little sheets of steel and then resealed. And then I'm gonna take like 15 of them and duct tape them together. And I'm gonna get like 10 of those. And then I'm gonna put them in the pack sack to crack. And I'm gonna whack them on the head with it. You're gonna crack the pack sack and then whack him <laughs> on max. Wow. I know that doesn't technically rhyme, but it I does can't... have an X in it. And we were just gonna fucking give it to you. Wow. I'm up in my game, man. Yeah, it's, a, it's a new decade. It's an exciting time here. I can't think of why. It must be the Thursday energy coursing through our veins. Yeah, I'm not hungover. What? Which is important. <laughs> I'm a little bit. Yesterday was my birthday, so I'm a oh, little. Oh, yeah? Still? Little, well, it's like the evening. Well, I'm old now. Oh. I'm an old man now, Ryan, and old people are useless. <laughs> That's not true. I'm still I'm still very sprightly. Oh. And old people have lots to offer. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, they yeah. do. Yeah, they well, know lots of stuff. And hey, yeah. Speaking of old people. Ooh. Old people. We've got some patrons to thank. Are they old? Maybe. They are people. They are people. Excellent. We're halfway there. And some of them could turn into old friends by episode 400 maybe. Oh, that'd be sick. I love having old friends. They're way better than new friends. That's not even true. I love new friends ah, too. Ah, whatever. Having friends is cool. Let's uh, let's do some thank yous, some shout outs, some FUs because we're going to have a greater thank you for all of CCO Nation in general because it's episode 200 and it's going to be uh, extravaganza. Of How sorts. did this happen? I have no idea. <laughs> First shout out. Uh oh. Thank you. Okay. And F you. And All right. we've got a double. Oh shit. We've got a double masters. Thank you because we've got two different Tims. Scissor sister Tims. Okay. Tim Rack. I just made a joke. I missed the Tim Rack joke. Damn it. <laughs> Tim Rack. Maybe one day you can crack some packs in between your rack. Yeah. Yeah. Tim, thank you. Thanks, Big rack. shout out and yeah, the rack. No. Oh, hey, the rack. We well, just call him the rack or Tim's rack. Or Tim's rack. Well, he might have. I don't. We don't know. Yeah, we I like know. the rack. That I sounds. Like the rack. You that's, know what? That sounds like the Deech. That's a real nickname. Yeah, the rack. I'd go with the rack. I like that. Next, Tim. Was it rack with a C or rack with just a K? Just a K, baby. There we go. All yeah. right. I like it. Yeah. Next, Tim. Tim Rayburn. This is Tim Rayburn that we met in Magic Fest Las Vegas. Ooh. The place that we would be fucking exactly right now. Yeah, we would be there right. This would be <laughs> the first night of, we'd already be like half drunk. Oh, We yeah. all would have already gone for tacos with that Mexico machete guy and shit. Yeah. But it's fine. Yeah. You know what? Not even mad. Tim Rayburn. Neat. Tim not getting sunburned in Las Vegas. But isn't it a brand of sunglasses also? That's Ray-Ban. Tim sunglasses. Sure. Tim, Tim lives in Texas, so I'm sure he's used to some amount of warm weather. I guess. I don't know. We're not. It rained all day today. God damn it. Yeah. Tim, no sunburn. Welcome. Mm. F you. Buddy. Yeah, especially F you. Next one. Crits. Crits Fitzgerald. Chris Fitzgerald. That can't be his real name. Ah, yeah. Crit Fit? Crit Fit. I love it. That's his real name. <laughs> That's definitely his real name. That sounds like a deck, doesn't it? Yeah, like Crit Nick Fit, fit is a le legacy deck. Yeah. Yeah, Crit, crit Fit. So crit, crit Fit could be a... Submit the deck. Get Bring it. We'll, yeah, do, the, we'll get, do an episode on get it. Get Bruin. Get it onto Discord or uh, commandercookout at gmail.com. I think I already said that, though. Hell yeah. Next one. Thomas Swan. Ooh. Tom Swan? Tom Swan. He'll Tom Swanle you? I don't know what that means. What is what, what is, is like when you Tom, get Tom is, Swanled, what does that mean? Do you want me to pull up Urban Dictionary right now, Ryan? Because I will pull up Urban Dictionary right here on episode two. Oh, and look I'll at, tell you look at the, the, the light means. is coming out again. We God. we fixed it from the pre-show. Damn it. Getting Tom Swanled. We're not I'm gonna Google Tom it. Swaned right now. <laughs> That's when you get stuff in your eyes that you ought not to want to get into your eyeballs. Yeah, yeah that you took precautions so that it didn't happen, but then it happens anyway. Yeah. Like those little those little um, windshield wiper glasses that some guys wear on, on internet movies. Are those real? Those can't be real. Don't, those don't exist Don't in real Google life. it. Do not Google it. Yeah, don't that. trust us. You got to move closer to me, man. Nobody can see. <laughs> Is that better? We're all uh, snuggly and close now. Just like in real life. Tom Swan, wiper sunglasses, big F you, last shout out. Three first names. Oh, shit. Not just two, but three. Oh, shit. 
Travis James Cole. Parker. Give him four first names. I think that's yeah. the standard MO, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, we got three first names. Go for four. <laughs> Go for four. Yeah. Thomas James Cole Parker, welcome to the nation. And F you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And since we're on it. Uh-oh. Since we're on the nation and F you, big shout out and F you to everybody else in the nation that is, and we're not just saying this because you're our nation, but the best online nation that there is. Shit, yeah, dude. We're not at we're not at GP Vegas right now. But every time we're online or anywhere, every day feels like MF Vegas to me. And that's pretty cool. Yep. Yep, yep. We had some we had some I know that they're patrons, but they were they and, and supporters of the show, but just randomly they were on Twitter. Oh the the Vegas vibes, the Vegas shoutouts. And last week we were invited. I couldn't go because I was out of town. Or no, I was I don't remember what I was doing, but I couldn't make it to the to the Zoom call or whatever. Yeah, I was on hour fucking thirteen of my work day at that point. So oh. I couldn't make it. <laughs> Sorry guys. <laughs> but I know what is it, Ginger Joe, Chris Von Doom, Lenny if you Lenny, I think Max was there. Max was there. I don't know all who was there because we weren't there, but they got on Zoom just to talk about Vegas and and talk with with dude bros. Yeah, so they, I think they set up like a monthly meetup and stuff. It's oh, really yeah. cool. Yeah, it's it's neat that you you go and you make these connections and you make these friendships and stuff. And I think maybe everything that's happened over the last couple of months has even been a I don't want to call it a blessing, but a gift in disguise. Whereas I think a lot of us have made friends that we maybe wouldn't have made otherwise and we've spent a lot more time talking to people and interacting with people that you maybe wouldn't you know what i mean would any of us have really jumped on the vdh train no if COVID hadn't happened probably not no no because things things like things like just randomly getting a zoom account onto your computer or google hangouts account because you had to for work Oh, I just have this. It'll be easy, right? Or spell table. Spell table wouldn't have been a thing because there wouldn't have been no online MFs, yeah. no commander fests. Wizards wouldn't have bought spell table. Like, so yeah. And I, I don't do it very often, but I get invited lots, and it makes me feel good every time. Yeah, we got this, this great platform, this new thing that will. I bet you it endures going forward. I'll definitely keep playing when things go back to normal. Yep. And that never would have happened had everything not gone the way that it did. So I think maybe this was a better year for magic than we thought so long as moving ahead things kind of go back to the way that we all want them to be as well and then we integrate those things together i i got a thing Ooh. i got a thing that we got to talk about we have to address something okay. and i'm gonna do it and it's on episode 200 and we've been around for 200 episodes and we're gonna be around for 200 more so if you want to shut us off right now because i'm going to tell you to like we're going to be here so the Black Lives Matter movement. We cannot go episode 200 without talking about it because there's been some more, I'm going to call it unrest, some protests, some boycotting of major sporting events. And shit's got to change. And we've got a platform that we want to use to kind of raise awareness about it. And, And we said in the past that we're pretty far removed, but... You said last time that everybody should be the change that they want to see. Everybody get get moving in the right direction. That means register yourself to vote and actually go out and do it and don't just make up some excuse, I'm too tired, i got to go get groceries or I'm working. No, like there's laws put in place that you can vote regardless of what you're doing. So make it happen. Peaceful protests, those are a thing. They can happen. You should go out and do them. When you do wear a fucking mask, that's number three. Wear like a balaclava mask? Like a, <laughs> well, like a no. skeleton <laughs> with like the... If it's going to keep water droplets from leaving your body or entering your body, fucking wear it. Okay. Okay? Okay. And and there's you've seen all the creative ways to do it, right? <laughs> and if that means face mask, face shield, whatever it is, do it. Fourth, and probably the most important, learn, listen. Listen to your marginalized friends, and you don't even have to say anything. I took all of, like, July just listening to people, and I I talked to cops, and I talked to penitentiary guards, and I talked to ex-convicts, and I talked to my black friends and my my indigenous friends that live here. And it's like this, this pandemic of racism isn't, like, isolated to the United States. It's fucking everywhere. And it's not like it's new either. Yeah. Right? But now that the light's shining on it, maybe 
maybe like a dirty rotten cockroach, it'll go somewhere where we can stomp on it. Mm-hmm. Stomp on its dink. Just like last week. Go all uh, Roshin Meander on its ass. Yep. And there's no reason not to. Yeah. Because it turns out, and I've said this lots of times, both in real life and probably here on the show, there's nothing more badass than treating other people with respect. Ooh, yeah. And I, you know what? Yeah, yeah. I remember you saying nothing more badass than treating treating your wives or, or your yep. girlfriend with respect. I don't remember mm-hmm. what episode that is, but yep. somebody in the nation is, has heard that recently if they're listening through the backlog. And you know what? In, in a year or two years or 300, 400 from now, maybe, maybe we can look back on this and say, hey, remember when we fucking said this? Well, yeah. Just still good advice. Yeah. So just be cool to each other, you guys. And I know that stuff sucks, but it doesn't have to. And it won't forever. And I think as long as we all are moving towards the, the goal that we want and the goal is a better world, we're going to get there. So let's let's all do that. Word. Yeah. Word. When things open back up. Ooh. When they do. And this could be maybe be a good vibe. I love good vibes. We could maybe play against some Brando decks. All Brando decks. I've been I- inputting them all onto Architect.com. We, hey, good and, vibe of the week. Brando's Brando's doing something outside of his no, his, yeah. like normal mo. I'm learning a new thing. <laughs> I've learned a new skill, and I'm really enjoying it. So, so that's a thing. Okay. So we've, we've updated some. We've got some topics that I think kind of spin off of that because yeah. when inputting a few of the decks the last couple of days. I noticed a thing that is, I don't want to say it's disturbing, but it's distressing enough that I think it's its worth addressing, and the resolution to the problem, I think, is the main thing that we should focus on today. All right, well, you've got some decks, and we've got some stuff that I kind of have written down on the show notes. New new template for the show notes, too, for our editor, Ian. Big shout out to Ian on, on the YouTube. You should go check us out. Yeah, we were trying that on the pre-show, but the sun was just giving you. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I got some show notes written down that I kind of want to work into what you're talking about, and it's going to kind of all tie back into kind of what we've gained and what we've learned and what we've built over the last 200 episodes, because that's a fucking long time. I'm going to say it again. I don't know how this happened. I just don't know. It's like when you go out to your garage, right? Well, I think. Look, well, you, you, and, go ahead. Yeah, and you're looking around. You're in your garage. You're like, oh. All my tools and my things are out here. This is cool. And then you go out like the next day and you have a wasp nest the size of a Volkswagen Beetle in the corner. Yep. And you're like, how the fuck did this happen? (laughs) That wasp nest is Commander Cookout Podcast. And we're all up in your shit and you can't get rid of us. And I like it. Oh, man. Yeah, you got to burn us out with an oily rag and some high-pressure water with soap in it. (laughs) Definitely the soap. Just straight capsaicin. I smell soap. I go running. (laughs) And now that people can see me a little bit more, like, you know, you guys know. (laughs) Well, you know what? One last thing before we look at Brando Dex, and I'm sure we're going to wrap this, wrap it up with this in the final thought of the day is like, we put out this show and we just wanted to talk about magic and do it and, and kind of further your career as one of our goals. Kind of the only goal we had at the time when we started the show, right? Yeah, and look at us go. Look at us go. And it's it's like uh, it's like people out in CCO Nation that wanted to listen to us that kind of kept it going, right? Yeah, so we owe everything that we've done and gotten to you guys. And with any luck, we'll be back this time next year. We'll all be raising beers way up in the air and drinking Oh, them. yeah. In oh. our butt. Butt chugs. Yeah. I thought we were going to be talking about different stuff again with like those wipers and stuff, but... Here we are. Here we are, butt chugging. Who knew? All right, let's look at some decks. Let's do it. Hey, w- one more thing before we get to the decks. We forgot to say who the answer to the guessing game for the week was. Oh, fuck. We suck. <laughs> we are so bad at this we've still. Done this. <laughs> we've done this. What were we saying? We did it 200 times. Maybe 14 of them were good. Yeah. I'm glad that people listened to those 14, though, because... I wonder which 14 are the best 14. Uh, Grimlock. Uh, Tressorhorn. That one that we did 13 decks, and that one that we did four decks that had zero builds. I think people like the Damia list. The Damia oh, r- the rats. rats list that plays like a Bell Tower Sphinx or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And people like the Spy Kit one where we're just greasing all over people. Oh, with, yeah, we're uh, shitting on the with Mask the of the gals. Mimic and, and retraced image or whatever. The one that we took down the... The, uh, the dirty, stinking Scrap Gals. The, yeah. The other... We've outlasted Scrap Gals. The number one... Uh, games and hobbies podcast on 
Podomatic.com for like what, like two years running? Oh, baby. We're Took them down. Next, we're coming for the Christian Coalition outreach. Did we announce the winner yet? I think we forgot again. Oh fuck! It. It's fucking Omnath, <laughs> Locus of Rage. Jesus Christ! It's in what is? What the hell is that program? That program? That product even called? Commander Spellbook Green. Is it Commander Spellbook or is it like Magic Spellbook? I have no idea. Because Commander Green. It's obviously a Commander product. Cause it has Command Tower and Sol Ring in it. By the way, I expect to see those cut from lots of decks now that they are officially green. <laughs> right? They're not. Maybe they Why were. Why did we need a green command tower? Give us a fancy forest. Then you know what? Throw 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 the throw the the LGS as a bone and put a foil forest in there that you can only get in that product. And then everybody's gonna be wanting like fifteen of them. Do do the foil forest, but you can only get that one in the one that goes to the game stores. Yeah, baby. That'd be, oh, that's, that'd be so Throw smart. the LGS as a bone, make them buy an extra case, and I'll buy a whole case if I need 15 forests, as if I play that many basics in any deck. <laughs> 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 oh, man, I was just thinking, we were just talking about that on the way up, hey, like... You're making Blood Moon better all the time. Every day, Blood Moon just keeps getting better. By the way, if you've added Blood Moon to your deck and you've taken a picture of it for some reason, remember to tag me on Twitter. I love seeing that. There it it's is. It's one of my favorite things. I've had four or five of them in the last couple of weeks. It makes my heart swell with pride. At CCO Brando. Yes, sir. Make okay. him make him swell. Make his, I was going to say make his pants tight, but it's his heart, so make his shirt tight. Yes, with my heart getting larger. I hope, but not too large because that's a medical condition. I yep. want that to be a to be a thing. Okay, actually that. Commander Spellbook Green, or whatever the fuck it's called, actually <laughs> spirals into what I was going to talk about because one of the decks I added to Architect actually plays almost every card in it. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I was really surprised, actually. It doesn't play the... Freilies. Or the Omnath, but it plays... The other six. Bane of Progress, Seedborn Muse, Sylvan Library, Worldly Tutor, Sol Ring, and Command E.T. Yeah, so maybe I might get one of these so I can just pimp out that deck. That would be cool. You could buy a foil one. That would be neat if yeah. I can find slash afford one because there are actually some expensive cards in. The, these are in going the to be a, a um, they're going to command a little bit of a price tag. Yeah, see what I did there? <laughs> <laughs> What's the deck? Is it a new deck? What have you built recently since episode 100 where we did Zada and we we're going to do Zada again because we did Zada as a pilot episode zero <laughs> and then 100 and we were th saying hey why don't we do Zada again and we we're like I don't know yeah, they haven't really my Zada list doesn't exist anymore and yours hasn't changed a ton it's been tuned it's been tweaked oh she's tweaked but I don't think overall it's really changed that much it's more just included more efficient versions of things that were already yeah doing you know and what like one new card was printed since last year at GP Vegas. That's Modern Horizons, the Fists of Flame. Right. Th everything else has already existed and found its way into the deck just for efficiency, combo, protection, etc. Mm. So not a whole ton of changes in the old Zata list. <laughs> still, still will rake anybody over the coals, though. If we're looking at raking with goblins in mono red... Ooh. You know what did get billed very recently? The mucks. The mucks. Goblin gang beating is what I call it. <laughs> <laughs> and it finally gave me an excuse to do the dirty rotten combo goblin shenanigans I've always dreamed of. Haven't you? Do you? Well, I've done it before. Yes. But not to this. <laughs> Efficiency level. How, how good does it feel to go from, oh, fuck, I guess I'll activate my scroll rack because it's my only permanent, to... Okay, sorry guys, I win. Do you know how good that feels? It's super good. It's pretty good. It's a it's a it's a good good feeling. If you look at the deck, it's got it, it's exactly what you'd expect from a Mux deck. Yeah, it's it's got like it's got the what's his name Goblin the conspicuous snoop, snoop combo. combo, and it's got like Goblin Recruiter, Goblin Ringleader, bunch of haste enablers, bunch of pump guys, bunch of token guys. Yeah, it comes out with like the the instant win combo, and if they yeah. somehow disrupt that. Then you just kill them with all your dudes. Yeah, kill them with all your dudes. You got Cranko 1, Cranko 2, you got Skirk Prospector. Yeah. It's fucking fun. Yeah. But th let's get back to the deck that the Commander Spellbook Green was going to go into. Sure. Because it's the one that really sparked me to think about, holy shit. Yes. This, we got to talk about this on the show. The deck is called Your Heart is a Muscle. Hey, that fits right into what we were just talking about. It does. And uh, I can't take full credit for this. I did lift the lifts originally from a dude. On tappedout.net, his name is Two Hand Touch. Both of the 
O's are zeros in the name. It's a CEDH list. It's my CEDH list. It's a Grawl Stacks list that I've been tweaking and playing around with. And I'm doing my best to only play old, janky, ratty, beat up, white bordered shit if I have it. Oh, or just. So, oh, yeah. Okay. I didn't know that. If you told me that like a little while ago, I got you. If, I got you, fam. If I had some. Like, <laughs> no sleeves? There's the reason we're talking about the deck, Ryan, right there. Oh. And that's why it doesn't have sleeves. That's why it does have sleeves. It does have sleeves. Yes. Two two layers of them. And give, you know how much I hate. Should I give him the number? Give him the number. Here's the number. And remember, this is me why playing. Why so much money? This is me playing the most janky, jacked up versions of cards that I could find. I would go to the LGS, say I want this. And whatever they could pull off the bottom of their shoe, this is what went into the deck. And the deck costs, in US dollars, 3,617.03. That's like... $500,000 Canadian. That is enough to go to the moon and almost back. That you could finance your you could finance Mars too in Canadian money, yeah. For one deck. And it's ridiculous, isn't it? Yes. Is that not outrageous? And it I was So why are we talking about? Okay, so you magic costs money. I think everybody knows yeah, we that. We talked lots about that and I think that it it's just the surprising amount of it. And we've talked about it over the last, call it 100 episodes, sure. where $300 is the average cost of a just a commander deck. Yeah. Of a budget, fairly well put together commander deck is 300 bucks. When we started the show, 100 bucks is yeah, what you'd be looking yeah, at to spend a deck. right. And now if you want to play, I don't want to say at the big boy table, but if you want to play something that this is competitive and I aim to win the most games as quickly as possible with protection and backup. It costs you three thousand fucking dollars. <laughs> and it's ridiculous. And this isn't a call for reprints. Because you, it, we've gotten a ton of those. Yeah, we just talked about a product a couple weeks ago that gave us reprints, or that, last week. We just talked about Commander Green that gives us reprints, right? There's lots of good reprints out there. There's lots of things trying to bring those prices down a little bit, but they're still really high. Yep. And I, and I should, you know what I, hold on, I, I don't want to wreck your train of thought, but s prices are going down. Like, look at the price of, and it just sprung to mind, it's not really a commander card, but it's not not a commander card. Noble Hierarch, once, you know, $70, now 18 Still right? pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Dark Confidant. I almost pulled the trigger on a Dark Confidant uh, on FusionGamingOnline.com. CCO exclusives, uh, exclusive CCO Fusion 5 promo code gets me 5% off a $40 Canadian Dark Confidant. Uh, so whatever 5% off of that is, it's like 38 bucks. So it's come down to yeah, it used 10 to be or 15 80. of our dollars. Yeah, like it's, it's it used to be quick. 80. No. Yes, I Jesus. traded I traded a full art foil textless cryptic command for my Dark Confidant. And I was like, see you later, Dark Confidant, before I had a lands deck where I never fucking drew anything <laughs> with a mana cost. <laughs> right now I want a Dark Confidant. And it's like, it was $80. And I'm like, ah, fuck. Okay, I guess I have this cool cryptic command. I can trounce noobs with it, right? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> and and now it's like 38 bucks with CCO Fusion 5 Pro promo code. code. There we go. <laughs> so, but, so prices are coming down, but there's still a lot. And I think that the thing that people should be looking at, and the reason why I wanted to talk about it, is I think people, if you go, the link will be in the show notes, right? To the deck? To this deck? Yeah. Okay, go look at it, take a look through it, and you're going to see that it's full of a bunch of jank garbage and a bunch of really high-end expensive Well, how come, how come you got foils in there then? Because they were the shittiest versions that I had. Oh, I I could only. Oh, you you have your decks updated with the versions in there. Yeah, everything okay. that you look at on Archideck is the the physical deck that I own. I hold in my hand. Yes, I, I've taken great pains to do that, and it takes a long time, but I'm very proud of it. Okay. And also, if somebody steals my shit, I'm gonna know. I'm gonna know exactly what I'll I had. know exactly what I had, and then I'll cry about it. Yeah, it's never happened before, eh? Exactly, yeah, just once. <laughs> just once, you know, beta Bayous and fucking foil. bizarre, bizarre Baghdads and, and foil Rishadan ports. Rishadan ports. God damn it! Now I'm triggered, Ryan. <laughs> it's episode 200. I'm triggered as hell. Sorry. Look at the deck. Think about it for just a second, and ask yourself: Does the deck look like fun? 
If you're a gruel stacks player, or even somebody that just appreciates a, a solid well, control who's list. who's the commander, and then ask if the deck is fun because this right. deck is going to do what this commander does, and if you like it, then you're going to think it's fun because it, it's Rurikthar the Unbowed. Whenever anybody plays a non-creature, Rurikthar deals six to them, right? Yeah, and it's a six-six with vigilance and reach that attacks each combat if able for six for six, and he will beat you down and he comes out on turn fucking three in because you you've got a lot of either fast mana but more than anything mana dorks and that's how you make your mana despite not um not like not wanting to take six right exactly we've got 27 ramp cards in the deck and there's like 11 things that basically fuck with people's ability to do the same thing because lots of other people like stacks cards like null rod and and Blood Moon and Magus of the Moon, and then you've got like Wildfire and Decree of Annihilation, yeah. Jockel Hops, Destructive Force. You don't, you don't give a crap because you've got all of the the ramp in the world, yeah. right? All of my land, all of Can my. You, I see, a, I see a Dockside Extortionist in there. Do you play a, a Team or Sabretooth? Oh, I should. Infinite combo, right there, is provided your opponents have like three, three artifacts or enchantments. Oh, that's pretty good. That's a good one, yeah. I should put that in there. That's a good one. I think I have one of those. Good call. Yeah. I'll test that out. But the, the point is, you're going to look at it, you're going to say, is this fun? Is this what I want to do? If yes, is that price worth it? Maybe. Maybe. Is this deck built correctly? It does what it's supposed to do. Well, it doesn't have a team or saber tooth. <laughs> well, I'm just bugging. I, I don't know. But I've only played like four games with it because I don't play a lot of CDH. I haven't lost yet. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I've, I'm, I'm running the table at least locally yeah. with, with my CDH deck. And... I think that what people do is they look at decks like this, they see the price tag or whatever, and it's it's not flexing, it's not whatever, it's just, it's out of reach for them. And I think that a lot of people, especially listening to shows like ours, because we like to dunk on people and we like to talk to people, but we've all had that experience where you're at a store and somebody says, why aren't you playing Team or Sabretooth in there? Yeah. Right? Well, I don't have one. Or, I never thought of that, or I don't want my deck to do that. Yeah. And I think that a lot of people spend so much time focusing on things like this that cost so much money and are hard to come by and are tuned to do one specific pinpoint thing really well and they lose the the first precept tenant rule of EDH and it's supposed to be fun yeah do you remember the very very first decks that we built they were just jammed full of all of the Fucking trash. Oh, <laughs> well, that was fun at the time. Emrakul's fun. It, it's a giant... It was fun at the time before people realized that like Talarian Academy and Gaia's Cradle were like good cards in the format. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Because not everybody was jamming stuff like that. They were just playing shit that you can't play anywhere else. And the decks were built for fun. And I would not say go back to doing that. But what I am saying is if you're sitting down to build a deck, build the deck that you want to build with what you have or spend a few bucks then play it, and if anybody tells you that your deck is built wrong, fuck them. Because as long as you are having fun, you're winning at Magic. You're doing it right. And I think that a lot of people kind of lose that. Well, well, in- Brando, but Brando, whenever I try and build a, a deck, it's too powerful for my friends. Or I can't do that because my friends all have bigger collections than me. And my cards suck. I never win. Are you only playing to win? Oh. Is that the goal? Are you showing up to your friend's house with a case of beer under one arm and your decks in the in the other hand? Yes. To win only to win? Or are you there to hang out with your buddies, drink some beer, and play some fucking cards? And you're gonna win eventually. If you know your deck isn't CDH, you're still gonna you're gonna win some games. How many times when we used to play sixty and four formats, every every week was a new format, you bring your own brew, homebrew league where we put in a buck and then we bought some like tables and chairs and beer. Yeah. How many times did did somebody show up with like okay, counter counterbalance top decks, dredge decks, like real decks when we played like legacy or then extended? How many times did somebody show up with just like a homebrew with like fourteen pieces of removal in it that just just won the night? Yeah. Right? And I know that the like the meta was such that it always changed, so there wasn't a meta, right? And that's how those decks kind of get around that. And y- yeah, you're going to win eventually if you build the deck that you know that you can pilot efficiently, skillfully. Yeah. And that leans into the first thing that I want to talk about. When you say build the deck that is fun, and you know, you fucking know it's episode 200, 
when I'm talking about Pramacon petitions. There we go. Right? I knew this it is it. How long did it take? Let's let's look at the clock. Let's look at the clock. It took 37 minutes for Ryan to talk about Pramacon petitioners on episode 200. Plus or minus some editing, so I don't know if it's... I don't know. I I did the addition in my head. It's probably wrong. (laughs) It's probably wrong. So... All the time, all the time. Well, Pramacon's a good pillow fort deck. He's a good control deck. He's a good stacks deck because he shuts off a whole bunch of attacks. And in like that mid-tier commander gameplay meta, whatever you want to call it, attacking is mostly how you win. Usually big attack alpha strike type thing, right? Where it's like, okay, player two, take 40. Yeah. Right? That's usually how the games win. So you recognize Pramacon's going to shut that guy off. This guy's got nothing or I can stop him. That's how I'm going to win. Well, then it's a Partitioner's deck. Well, why do you play Partitioner's? How come you don't play um, Phoenix? Is that the, the mill? Phoenix Is that the mill one? Yeah. How come you don't do this? How come it's not Bruvac? How come not this? How come not that? Right? And it's like, no, because I want it to be Pramacon because yeah. I like that card and I want it to be Partitioner's because everybody does Athreos, Shadowborn Apostles, Rats. I'm not doing that. Yeah. How come you don't do this? How come you don't do that? Because I don't have room for it, because A, I'm playing 25 or 6 advisors, and B, I want to play Coat of Arms and Shared Animosity, so as soon as you think you're safe, I'm going to fucking beat your head in with a bunch of advisors. <laughs> like, that's what I want to play. I'm going to advise you to die. <laughs> advise you to put it on the table, and I'm going to stomp on it. With a puby playmat wrapped oh. up in a wrapped around a lead pipe. Gross. There we go. Remember, there it is. That's a thing. Thanks, Max Crandell. Yeah, that's it. So, yes, more so than than just wanting to play things that are fun, identifying one of the things that the cast has done for me is allow me to identify what I think is the funnest thing for me to do, the funnest way for me to play Commander and with the dude bros and with other people that we meet out in the wild. And you don't have to be a dude bro. You could be a, 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 sh- a, a sh- dudette. A shoot bro? A shoot bro? I don't know. A she bro? She, I don't know, man. Oh man, two hundred episodes. We never came up with. Never even thought of that. I just call everybody a dude, bro. A dude, bro, girl. No, I just call him a dude, bro. You could be a dude, bro. You could not be a dude, bro. It didn't matter who you are. I, I know the way that I want to have fun, and yeah. I just can express that to people now that I talk and think about the game so much. And hopefully, over the two hundred episodes that you'll eventually listen to Commander Cookout, plus or minus, you can start to articulate the way that that we've found it effective to do and if you're playing rurk star stacks and i'm playing pramacon petitioners we can still have a fun game we sure can and even if my deck is air quotes more powerful than yours the odds of you getting blown out all the way flash hulk's gone okay yeah yeah flash hulk is gone so we can just we can play play a ten with a two. Who now, cares? Now it's consultation. Thassa's Oracle. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops! Whoopsie Daisy. <laughs> the the point is, it's fun. You can play anything you want, anywhere you want, and the power level conversation is it's a lie. First of all, it's important to have, but it's a fucking lie because they're all sevens. We had the Schrodinger's cat. Yeah. Conversation. All of them are seven. Therefore, none of them are sevens. But I think the point is, as long as your deck is fun then people will enjoy playing you with it because you are having fun. Because if there's anything we've learned on this show, it's that as long as you're having fun, people will have fun with you. That is that is the tweetable. We have learned that in spades over every single human being that we have ever met throughout the course of this show. Nobody ever comes up, oh, dude, you build the sickest decks that are so strong, I win so much. Nobody has ever said that to me, <laughs> ever. But what have, people have said to me is that, oh, Brando, you're fucking funny as hell. Your decks are crazy. I did that. And then I took your idea and did something different with it. And they used the fun thing that we had posited for them, and they made it their own, and they made it fun for them, and now they're playing it. 100% agree with the asterisk, the caveat is... You... Nobody actually talks like that when they come up to me. <laughs> and they add F-U at the end. Yeah. This is, okay, third asterisk down the list of asterisks. You have to have the the nature of fun in mind when you are doing what you said. You can't say, oh, I'm going to just lock the table down or play stacks or control or combo or whatever it is. I'm going to try and win and, th- and winning is fun. You have to have 
like the good nature of fun in mind. Like if fun was like a little orb in your head, you have to have that at the front of your mind's eye when you're building a deck. I don't want and not winter orb. That's not what I meant. Oh, I fucking love winter orb. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that people run the risk sometimes of bogging themselves down. Like you know the the guy that plays G level hockey, <laughs> and he thinks he's in the NHL. Yeah, and it's like, bro, I know that you're do you're playing the game. You want to play the game. And I don't want to tell you how to how to operate. But there comes a point where you got to just realize, yo, I'm not a pro player. Yeah, I'm not doing this for a living. I'm not going to win enough money to buy the house that flies around like a Zeppelin. I'm not going to live like the Jetsons off my magic career. I'm here to meet new people, have fun, maybe win a prize or two. And I think once you look at it that way and just think, you know what, I'm going to fucking have fun and make friends. I think that the, those are the kind of people I like to play with, not saying that the other people are bad. But I think that the vast majority of Magic players, if we just sat down and played for fucking fun, maybe this game that we're playing, two words that incentivize fun because game and play are both supposed to be fun. <laughs> I think well, we'd all be better off. Okay, well, king of the segue here, let's talk about, you talked about your expensive deck that you do play to win that is fun for you. And if you're playing with other people that want to play to win, that's fun for them. Let's talk about a deck that you played for fun, let's let's make Brando nut up or shut up. Put your money where your mouth is. All right, I got you, Ryan. Ooh. I got you. I've got you. I put it up the other day. I call this one the Babe and the Dog. Huh. Now I call it's, it's, it. It's funny you refer to yourself as a babe. Oh, that's gonna hit me. Uh, because the the one commander, Nikara Lair Scavenger, looks yep. kind of like Kyla. Same hair. I did talk to Kyla and say, hey, would you ever dress up like that? And she was like, yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. With a big, long stick and everything? Well, I don't know if I could make the stick, but we could definitely make the cape, the outfit, and the hair happen. Huh? That's definitely a thing. And my very favorite animal is a hyena, Yannick Scavenging Sentinel. If you followed me, at CCO Brando on Twitter, over the beginning of the pandemic, I posted the daily hyena yep. in an effort to boost morale and boost spirits. And then they happened to print a hyena, which is Watsy again, stealing my fucking ideas! Selling them back to me. Ooh. But I took that, combined it together, and made a deck that I played just for fun. And I'm doing it in a color combination that I don't like. Ooh. Because I think that we, we talk lots. Oh, Boros is whatever. Uh, it's so boring. I love it has... Boros. I do too. Yeah. But you hate white. Yeah, but when you mix white <laughs> with red. And the white is supposed to do red things. It's really good. Yeah. Have you seen my Jumpstart Commander deck yet, Ryan? <laughs> Jumpmander? It's it's going oh, on. That, it's, that is so going to be the next thing that Watsy sells back it to It definitely you. is. It's, and that, that deck's going up, so I'm going to show him how to do it. Oh, That's the man. next one on deck to go up on the on the site. So, but you look at Boros and uh, Naya. You know, they're kind of, they're all samesy. They're big creature, whatever, whatever. I think that Abzan is all just kind of dickering around with plus counters ones and, and counters and, and it's efficient uh, removal and whatever yeah maybe so, they do some graveyard stuff but uh. so and even when i built this deck trying to not do that you still got to do it because it's all abzan can do <laughs> and still kind of work but i only played cards that i really like and one of the main things i could lean on you know what is really good when you're going to have a creature based counter heavy strategy ryan you know what creature type jumps to the front of when you want to do that slivs yes slivs slivers absolutely play plus one plus one strategy super good right no no i was but gonna I, say well no but but that's I sure what you wanted me to say that's what i wanted to do so i did it and i have a deck that's pretty medium powered but it plays the way i want it to it does all the stuff I want it to do, and it's fun. Yeah, you despite know? the name of your categories, boring basics, boring ramp. <laughs> well, that's because boring. Play, destroy. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, that's because you play them and you destroy things. Oh, I There's suppose. 13 cards right there, and all they do is fuck you up. Assassin's Trophy, Butthole Breach, Beast Within My Pants, Casualties of War, In Bed. I could just <laughs> add a In Bed to everything, I guess. Generous gift. <laughs> oh, no, constricting? Constricting sliver. Yup. Mm. Yup. It's there, man. Mortify, harmonic sliver, and 
mythos of Necroy? Necroy? Nethroy? There's no C in that word. <laughs> Who cares? It's fun to say. Look at the picture. Your Thank favorite you. artist. Thanks, Seb. Oh, yeah, that's it. Now, that's good. Seb was meant to, to do those ones because all of his stuff looks like finger paintings anyway. Shout out to our boy, Seb. Seb McKinnon. If you ever want to uh, hook us up with some free preview art, we would preview it. Yeah. That'd be pretty good, eh? Ooh, oh, could, ultimate troll, hey? We could get after the artists to give us the art that goes on the cards, and then we could tell Watsy what's going to go on the card, and then when we're right, they'll just ignore us anyway. <laughs> you think by episode 300, they'll finally officially acknowledge our existence? No. <laughs> Not a fucking Not chance. Not a chance Not in a hell, Brandon. Are you insane? I do like... And this is this is another thing that I wanted to go back to, with the fun to play and and knowing what I want to play is let's say I wanted to play slivers, which I fucking don't. But you if should. I ever did, they're fun. If I ever did, I would not want to do five color slivers. No, no. I dare I say, if I were ever to play slivers, I would want to play a monocolor sliver deck. It's like it's like when people say, "Oh yeah, I play Verena zombies," or you could play five color zombies now. I play I play you know Rakdos zombies or Esper. What's the uh, Demir zombie? Whatever. It's like no mono black or bust. And yeah. I got a mono blue mist from Ultimus. Everything tribal deck. Like it's not that I'm trying to be unique on purpose, but I want to play things that I know that other people aren't gonna just see. Right. And and that maybe makes me memorable. Maybe that makes it fun, unique, interesting. It it certainly it it certainly gives people when they play against me that unique game experience that we used to talk about so much. And if everybody kind of takes that mentality or if I can project that mentality onto the table when we're having kind of our pregame chat and they want to play, you know, I want to play my Muldrotha or my Golos. It's like, well, I'm playing Mistform Ultimus Everything Tribal. Oh, well, okay, well, I've got a treat for you. I'm going to grab my mono green sliver deck. You know what I mean? It's like... <laughs> Could you do it? I don't know, probably. There's you probably a hundred slivers. Just pick the, pick the color that's got the most monos. Mind you, lots of them are two color though. Yeah, hey? Lots of them are two. You might have to do two. I'll bet you could do two. Okay. I just did three. I think actually I've done two. Oh yeah. I had a uh, I had a red black one that I had together for a while, but then it's just they were too. In order to make the deck go, I had to do a bunch of stuff that I didn't want to do, so mm. that one came apart. That's fine. Yeah, this one stayed together because I get to play something that I really like in slivers, in a deck that nobody expects to be. Because you can drop a sliver and nobody's like, oh, he's playing slivers, get him! Yeah, he's playing sliver hive lord, overlord, queen, whatever. Exactly, because I'm not. I get to finally play my favorite creature type in a deck that normally wouldn't be for me, but I I figured it out. Yeah. You know, I, I saw something that I enjoyed, meaning the art on two cards. and I got glasses so I could finally see. I could see the picture and I was like, this is fucking cool. I didn't know magic art was good. So <laughs> you're like, good thing you didn't pick up a Seb card right off the bat. <laughs> I would have just taken my glasses off and threw them in the river. Get out of here. I don't even want to look at this crap Ooh, anymore. This is what magic looks like now. Oh, this is the worst. That's great. But you can take anything and turn it into something that you really like. If you're, I don't want to say if you're creative, but just look at what you got. Look at what you like. And just, just you know fucking what? do that. Just look at stuff. Just look at stuff. Don't like. Don't just and I'm, go to edhrec.com. Like it's a great site, but don't just go there. Go to your like. We always used to talk about binder builders. Like look. Ah, uh, you can't binder build no more though. You, you sort of can. You know what I found the other day that I am totally gonna buy from FusionGamingOnline.com with exclusive CCO promo code CCO Fusion Fusion Five. What is it? Magnetic Mountain. Magnetic. Mountain. You don't even know what that card is, do you? That's a card? That is a that sounds, card. That sounds like a board game. It sounds like a board game. And a terrible board game from the 70s that's probably all covered in lead paint and asbestos. But it's not. It's a magic card. And you can all look it up because I'm not going to tell you what it does. But I'm going to tell you that it's going to go in a deck that Brando's playing real soon. As soon as it gets here in the mail. That's cool. Okay, final thing that I want to say about your unique sliver deck. And, and it goes back to, for example, my Mistform deck because that's one of my unique decks. Not because it's unique within the realm of Mistform Ultimus, because uh, they kind of all look like mine, except for foils and dark pr misprinted Griffin Canyon. If anybody's got one, send I need it, it to me. 
<laughs> Send it to me first. I'm t- I promise it'll be worth it. When you play unique and interesting decks that people have never seen and don't know how to to play against, you're changing the way that they play. Therefore, you're giving yourself a unique experience, even if you've played with your unique deck 400 times. Because it's unique. Yeah, it's and- unique. Like if I sit down with my whatever jank-ass Brando and Kyla Hyena deck and somebody doesn't know how to play against a three-color sliver deck because they're waiting to use the removal on that crystalline sliver that gives them all shroud, and you don't have that. It's like, oh, well, I guess I'm going to point this at, you know, F.U. Smitty over there because he's got, you know, an Avacyn, and I want to get that instead of getting these slivers. I don't care about Watcher Sliver. It's a 2-2 two, two for 4. Yeah. That so, gives slivers plus 0 plus 2. We should read one card. There's the card. There it is. Watcher Sliver. <laughs> could it be card... <laughs> Of the week, there it is. Get your watcher slivers. They're not very good, but you know what? As soon as you drop one, people are going to laugh. Yeah, they're not going to go. Why isn't that a muscle sliver? It costs more mana and does less. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're like, yeah, man, but look at that picture. Look at that mono white sliver action. Yeah, it looks like every other sliver picture. What is your next deck? Should we do one more? Should we do one more? Let's look at one more. Let's look at the one that I personally, I think, this is the deck that I, I usually whip on. It's like, let's have a fun game. And they nobody says, like, let's have a fun game. And then they just start busting out their favorite stuff. And rather than going to Norn, especially now that we're playing lots of VDH, I go to Tana the Butt Sower. I don't know if we've ever talked about this, the whole deck. I don't know. On the show before, but I've, I know I've you, mentioned You know what? I get, I get asked lots on Twitter and just through Discord and stuff. Shout out to... Oh, everybody on the Discord again to to put more of my lists online. I don't know. Do you get that? Or because all your lists are online, you just like give them a link. I point people at them. Sorry, everybody. But Tan of the Butt Sower is a Voltron deck. That sort of. Covers the hole in the Voltron strategy, which is usually you can kill one person really fast and then somebody kills your Voltron and you're like, ah, oh, fuck. Would you say it covers the butt? Yes, okay. it sews up the butt so nothing can sneak in the back, so to speak. Because nobody not can even soda. <laughs> Are we talking about different things again? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> but Tan of the Butt Sower is an elf druid two two for Grohl. That's red, green, and two. How many Grohl decks do I play? Seventeen, Eight. half as much as mono red decks. Yes, it's, it's, there's at least three. I think that, so. that, and that's real life. She also has Trample because she's a 2-2 and that makes perfect sense. Whenever she deals combat damage to a player, create that many 1-1 one, one green saps. Well, in case you're playing against your own Rurik Thar deck and they play all their 1-1s, one, they can double block or take one. <laughs> <laughs> but, so you smash in with your big tan and there's a whole bunch of equipment and I call them robot lions in this deck because it's Voltron. You suit up your Tana, you smack the shit out of somebody, and then you're left with an army of sapperlings, and there's a whole bunch of stuff in there that's only built for huge token strategies. So it switch, it flips on a dime, and then you crush everybody with a crater hoof behemoth or something. Oh, you know what? That is that's a a strength that we frequently outline in decks that are of the casual variety is is they can switch strategies. So your Voltron, 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 you can make all these sapperlings. Oh, no, just kidding. You're going to kill my commander? Yeah, I guess I won't pay 10 for it. I guess I'll pay 8 for a Crater Hoof, save myself the two mana, go get myself a beer. <laughs> exactly. Or you can pay 6 to suit up a sapperling and just keep going. <laughs> How many times have I been beat to death by a sapperling that's all suited up in this deck? I don't think it's ever happened to me, but I know for sure it's happened to F.U. Jesse. It has definitely <laughs> happened to F.U. Jesse. Oh, man. But again, it's just a deck that's built to be fun. There's a whole, there's glaring holes. You know what I can't do in this deck at all? Cast a Timna and be a CEDH deck? Block a creature with flying. Oh, <laughs> seems just as bad. <laughs> yeah, I can't. And I didn't build that in there on purpose. It's just there was nothing that killed flying things that I thought was super fun. So I got my decimate. So well, I that can, can kill a flying creature. So I, I can kill one flying creature <laughs> and, and, and that's all. Well, or or if there's any it. artifact creatures with flying. Oh. <laughs> I suppose you can yeah. get your, your steel hellkites. Or enchantment creatures, I guess, maybe. Yeah, yeah, get your chromanticores. Oh, yeah, baby. So maybe I can kill a couple. I can yeah. with one card, I can get them. Yeah. One out. Always play to your outs, <laughs> kids. But and, and it just so happened to work out that way. I don't care. I'm not going to 
take out things that are fun to put in like a raking canopy or a hurricane although i love hurricane well i should play hurricane in this deck oh yeah i play hurricane and squall line in my enchantress deck Ooh, i should play both of those i have I, both of those I, yeah i play i took, took a page out of your book playing my red win cons that are actually green in my bant enchantress deck there we go yeah there I, is i like it it's there everywhere it you know what i just put into that deck get Dude, this get oh, I'm, this i'm excited i'm excited i'm excited tell me circle of protection green why because I can activate it and not die to my own hurricane. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Ooh, there's, yeah. see, there's the kind of shit that people... You don't think about that. Yeah, yeah. You think, oh, this is going to be a dead card. But I'm sure that comes in handy other times. It too. does. It does because when, when are you going to take 40? Well, when somebody's creatures are attacking you, those creatures could be green. They're probably not going to be blue. They're probably not going to be black. And if they are, they might be black green. They might be green red. Do, does it give you? Does it give you protection from green? And it prevents red? all damage of a green source. Okay, so you could like take out individual green things. What it does is it's an enchantment for white one. You pay one. The next time a green source of your choice would deal damage to you, this turn prevent that damage. So you get to pick the source. I guess. Yes. That's sick. I like that. Yeah, yeah. And I could just take one off of my hurricane, which is probably going to be big enough to kill anybody because I play all like the mana doublers and the untappers, untapper enchantments, and then they let me untap enchanted permanence with Estrid. Do you play Nyx, Bloom, Ancient, and Blade of Selves? No. So that you can just power that whole hurricane with one forest? <laughs> no. No, I don't. But I do play the one where you pay two life and you can prevent all damage from a certain source. So I just trade two life instead of 50. Play Circle of Protection green. I play I play Replenish for when I get Tranquility blowed out. And I just replenish and blow them out. <laughs> <laughs> and and the backup plan is Nylea's Colossus because of course it is. Yeah, of course. Nylea's Colossus on the battlefield when you replenish and you just like you literally make it like 650 power 256 power because you double it and 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 then you just wreck max crandell's day <laughs> or whoever it doesn't need to be max it could be whoever it, what? it could be whatever host of commander central you want <laughs> <laughs> but what hypothetical situation ryan what if max crandell is playing a brash taunter <laughs> Can, can, See, you does, just totally wrecked Max Grandel in a hypothetical situation, and then he just wrecked you. Does Brash Taunter, it, it takes the damage instead of you if I cast a, hur or a Hurricane? No. It doesn't, it doesn't fly, though. But the Nylea's Colossus oh, yeah, yeah, will yeah, definitely yeah. be huge, and he'll just fight it. And then where are you? Mm -hmm. You're in Pound Town, Ryan. Because yep. Brash Taunter, if episode 200 of Commander Cookout Podcast has taught us anything... It is that Brash Taunter is the single greatest and most versatile creature ever printed. Is it a goblin advisor? Oh my god. We're going to look it up. No, he's just a goblin. What a chump. What a what a rip. As if he didn't have a job. Give me a break. They should reprint him in Commander Legends and make him a make him an advisor. 100%. Fuck, that's a good card. Have you started on the FU Brash Taunters yet? I haven't. No, but but Ooh. But I, I should, because CCO Nation hasn't yet. <laughs> with with special promo code CCO Fusion 5, they have not bought Brash Taunters out of Fusion yet. So I should. <laughs> well, somebody's got to do it. I should just spend all of it and just get all the Brash Taunters, and then I'll just give them out of Christmas gifts. <laughs> <laughs> to all your friends and family, they make great gifts. Yeah, there it is. They'll open it up and go, what the hell is this? And you can just tell them it's the best, most versatile creature ever printed cco brando told me so yeah at i came on twitter hey man i gave kyla what, what was it the the dog and the cat card for her birthday oh yeah and she's like oh this is really cool because it's a cat and a dog magic cards make great gifts even oh to i thought non i thought you meant friends. the kyla and the hyena i had the kyla and the hyena on my mind already. oh no the, you're talking about ren and stimpy yeah is that what they're called um cat dog ren and ren and sari that sounds a lot like ren yeah and how come what, what were they thinking Probably about Ren and Stimpy. Was one of them a cat? Stimpy was a cat, and Ren was a chihuahua. Huh. Yeah. 
Go figure. That's it. You learn something new every day. That's it. And today you were the one that taught it to me, so I thank you. Yes. And I thank one more time all of CCO Nation. Not only for becoming an awesome patron if that's you, submitting deck lists if that's you, just listening, downloading, interacting. If you're that dick that left us that bad YouTube comment like last week and you used 11 minutes of your time to watch our video, thank you. That was 11 minutes of airtime more than we would have got if you didn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> so F that guy, but also F that guy in a good yeah, way. <laughs> exactly. And F all of you too. It's been a great 200 episodes. We hope you enjoyed our little stroll down Magic Should Be Fun Lane, which is on the corner of just build what you want to fucking build street. And dink stomp all of your friends into the Dirt Avenue. Yes. I love that a lot. So that's a great place to be. It's in CCO Nation, and that is the most fun place to be in Magic Content Creator Town. Yes. And we owe all of that to you because you're here, you're with us, you make what we do so great every single week, and I, I really enjoy, for my part, being a part of this show. And even if this is as far as we ever got, if this was the last episode, which it certainly is not, I would be so proud of what we've done. I'd be so proud of the mark that we left and of all the people that I got to know who I know will carry on the values of just fucking have fun and shut up out into the greater magic community. So, and I'm, I think that Ryan and I, and I speak for Ryan when I say this, I'm glad that we got to inspire those feelings in everybody and we're going to continue to do that as we embark on another 200 episodes of Commander Cookout Podcast. Hit our theme song! Happy 2000 episodes, guys. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I guess that's where we end it. Yeah.